If you're looking for the best horror, thriller, sci-fi and WTF audio fiction this side of the apocalypse, then you should listen to The Other Stories. With over 500 stories on the podcast feed already and news stories dropping every single Monday morning, The Other Stories is your new best friend. Check out The Other Stories today on any and all podcast platforms or head to theotherstories.net. After all, these aren't the stories your mother used to tell you. These are The Other Stories. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Horror Hangout podcast, where two bearded film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time. My name is Luke Condo with a K, and I'm joined by uh, Mr. Ben Errington. Sorry, I was waiting for you to say my regular co-host. <laughs> did, that, did I never say that? What did I say? You just didn't say it. You just went, and I'm joined by. <laughs> all right, okay. Yeah, well, you know, it's... Uh, Way to throw me off, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's late. It's not. It's early. It's what? 27th, middle of the day. It's twenty the seventh, which is basically, you know, <laughs> it is basically the middle of the day. What are you playing at? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay, man. Yeah. So, what are we doing? What's going on? We've got a new list. Yeah. So we've been sort of treading water for a few weeks, haven't we? Just reviewing any old shit. Yeah. Um, that comes to mind, and now we're going to give ourselves a little bit of direction, and we're going to we found a new list of horror films. The one hundred best horror films of all time, as per IGN.com. What does IGN stand for? It great. <laughs> and it like <laughs> International Games Network. I don't know. Okay, that's right. It was, ma- it was mainly it was mainly right. So Imagine Games Network. I was close. Okay. Um, yeah, it was mainly okay. game. It ma- mainly games originally, wasn't it? And then they went, "Oh, we'll do films as well." And you went, "You greedy bastard!" It greedy nonce. I do like a bit of IGN, though, don't you? Oh yeah. Uh, I tend to it's go greedy to- nonce. <laughs> I tend to go to their game reviews on YouTube a lot. Yeah, for games I'm yeah, never yeah. going to play. Did you get like six, six or seven, um, six or seven like uh, minutes of just quality content? I find. Yeah, it seems to be reasonable, um, and it tends to be informative. You get to see the game, and then you get a nice uh, point system review. It's basically what we should do for horror films, but like we spin it out for an hour and a half each time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we could reduce it to five or six minutes if you want, if you're really sick to death of talking to me. No, I couldn't do that. I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't boil it down so much. Um, but, dude, what have you, before we get into all that stuff, what have you been watching? 
Well, I've spent the last sort of like five days stuck in the house, unwell. With someone some locked sort of locked you in. Someone locked me in, and I've basically been in a single uh, area horror film. Yeah. Single location horror film uh, of my own. It's like Cabin Fever crossed with Buried with Ryan Reynolds, where I've just been basically going insane. And that's got to have been done, right? Someone just trapped in a room. Yeah, got I'm sure it has. What about Silent Hill? The Room. That was a good well, game. Well, yeah, but he gets out of the room through little yeah, holes in the wall. He gets out of the room into like some nightmare world. I feel like I've been in that nightmare because <laughs> I've been ill. I've been like having really weird like light sleeps and lucid dreams and stuff. Yeah. I've kind of been in a horrible nightmare world. Have you been in that days. thing where you go to sleep and you go, and you sort of yeah. pop out of the bed? Yeah. And my nose has been so stuffed up that I keep waking up like, <laughs> Really? Like Literally, a, like I've not been breathing for hours. That's and the only, the only place strangling ghosts. Yeah. The only place I've been, other than my house, is the local Asda, which is kind of worse in a way. It's got well, a lot. Of, it worse? It's nice. It's like it's a nice, a refreshing of... aircons on. No, I don't know. It's just full of full of mentals. I've been to that Asda, mate, and I thought it was all right. Oh yeah, you have. Where would you ra- where would you rate in Asda's? Nine point seven. IGN. Oh, com. Jesus. That's <laughs> a high all, one. They're all pretty high. Tell them that. You, you could probably rate that on Google. So go and do it. Okay. Done. Yeah. But apart from that, I've just been sort of, I've plonked myself in front of the TV and watched kind of any old shit. You know, when you're ill and you kind of just like go. Yeah. yeah. I really don't want to give it too much thought. So I've kind of watched any old crap. There's sometimes um, watched... when there's a good film and you think, I don't want to watch it now because I don't want to put the effort no. in to watch it. I don't want to yeah. think too much. Because I'll just be like, that was rubbish. Yeah. Um, what did I see? So I saw, I watched Luther series five, I believe. So there's four episodes. Carol. Uh, one ev- one every on, night. Carol. What's the name? Alice. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this show, like, I don't know who's writing this. I, 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 I feel a bit bad. I'm going to slate whoever's writing it. Mm-hmm. Whoever's writing it, it's just so, so Hollywood. And so, look, it used to be quite a, a gritty police procedural in set in london you know with with twists and turns which you didn't yeah. see coming that is just like a twist or a turn every 10 minutes and paul hollywood is doing it's paul hollywood's doing yeah. <laughs> soggy bottom basically <laughs> it's just it's it needs direction it's got i mean i'm sure someone's directed it but it just it's got like <laughs> it's got like two plots that kind of overlap each other and they're okay. both sort of like fighting for attention and both of them are like oh wait a minute we're gonna make this plot really really complicated now by throwing this in there and then you just go just don't care so how how many times do we get to see idris elba in his boxing bottoms and no no times in his bottoms interesting <laughs> like oh, in his like boxer shorts yeah no times his he's always he's, he's always got so many layers on <laughs> he's always got a suit on and a really long coat the only things that this show kind of does well is like introducing like a horror element to like mm. basic london life so like <laughs> Buses, tubes, dark streets—you know, well-populated areas. It kind of just fr- put, it puts this like serial killer spin in 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 London, if that makes any sense. Yeah, you know I'm, I've never really watched it. Have they done any Jack the Ripper stuff yet? I feel like that's no. like, a, like everything has to touch on Jack the Ripper if it's in it's London. A, I mean, some of it's a bit Jack the Ripper-esque in terms yeah. of some of the murders, but some of the killers they've got have, are, are pretty interesting and pretty cool. But I don't know—they just throw in different characters like gangsters and yeah. You know, um, psychopaths and all this stuff, and it's sometimes it's a bit bloated. But this 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 series more so than any before felt so Hollywood that I kind of just I kind of checked what, what, out more budget. You mean or like just in terms of like 
not necessarily more budget, but just in terms of the way the stories went. Mm. I mean, they they kind of, as I said, they felt like gritty, sort of quite grounded police procedurals. And now they feel like there's a police officer running around, you know, popping caps in people's ass. Yeah. And, you know, gangsters taking people hostage and just, just a load of nonsense, really. And there's a really good character played by Ruth Wilson, um, a sort of psychopath, um, quite a manipulative character called Alice Morgan. Um, and she's great. And she was great in series one, two, and possibly four, I think she was in. But they don't know what to do with her. They've just kind of got her on the outskirts of the story. And they'll go, oh, Alice could do something mental here. Let's get her to do something. And they, she does it. And then you're a bit like, well, what's she even doing there? Just being mental. Just, yeah. just going for her- a wee in the corner of the room. Just yeah. do something mental. <laughs> do something mental. <laughs> oh, bloody, I've done a wee in the corner of the room. Did you see that? Idris Elba's like, fuck it. Yeah. And, and the relationship between Luther and her yeah. is supposed to be this really like complicated like love story, almost like they can't be together because one's a cop and one's a psychopath. One's a killer. All this shit. And after a while, you're just like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Get out of it. Okay. So uh, I won't watch it. I, don't, I just don't... I don't know. Just can't um, get into it. I'll give the first you, season a go. First season is great. And there's there's also a book called... Um, Lufa. Something. <laughs> it's, it's called Something, A Lufa Story. I can't remember what the title, the okay. title of it is. Yeah. Um, but that's good. The book's good as well. Um, and then the only other thing I really have watched is the Bross documentary on BBC iPlayer which is like unintentionally hilarious. I saw loads of like memes going around on the internet. I thought I've got to watch it. And basically these guys, they just take each other so seriously and everything they say, they think is like super poignant and poetic, yeah. but it's so cliche. And sometimes just is it like, edit- is it edited so in a way that it's taking them at face value. Do you know what I mean? I, or... I don't, mm, I guess so. Okay. I guess so. Yeah. There's no but laugh you can track tell, then. So. You can, no, there's no laugh track. Okay. You can tell that, the, that they're like that. In real life, they've got such a difficult relationship, and they just like argue over the most just pathetic little things. Yeah, and I just keep I, all I kept thinking throughout was, I mean, I got I'm sure they they were great in the eighties, they did really well. But all I kept thinking was, how are they still like? How they still got like well, an audience? Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, like Matt Goss is like he's got like a um a Las Vegas show, but there was nothing in this show which made me think, God, these guys are shit up. All I thought was, this sounds shit. <laughs> but yeah, you got to you got to watch it just for the just for the like it is hilarious. So some some debates they get into, which are like, what are they talking about? It reminds me a little bit. It's a cross between like it's a bit like Spinal Tap. That's um, what I was thinking it might be. It's a bit like some kind of monster, you know, the Metallica documentary. Yeah, yeah. In a way where it's kind of like it shows them in not a very good light. Okay. But it's not massively detrimental to like the whole. Do you think they would be happy? with how it's come out yes because i think that they're quite unaware of okay. of themselves they're, yeah. they're not very they're not very self-aware you know what i mean you know people who are just a bit like i'll say something you'll be like that sounds ridiculous but you can imagine them watching it going what a fucking legend i am ah yeah i've come across really well there <laughs> i've come across really well there yeah, exactly they just say they just yeah. say like proper random things like there's one bit where they're telling a the story about um their childhood uh, like what happened when they're growing up and they're like well, one of our favorite toys was a was a dart. We just had a dart. We didn't have a dartboard. We just we just we just had a dart, and we love that dart. <laughs> like they're saying these things, you like it is it is like it's been written specifically for like a fly on the wall documentary comedy. It sounds like it. It sounds like an episode of The Office. It sounds like we've been watching a lot it's of The very, Office recently. It's, it's very much Office like, definitely. 
Yeah. It's very David. There are a lot of Brentisms that come out like over and over again. I'll check it out. I, uh, yeah. So we've been watching a lot of The Office, the US version, which, which yeah. is great. Have you? Are you a fan of The Office? I've seen the UK Office like okay. dozens and dozens of times, but I've never actually watched any so of the, the US. Fir- if you're a fan of the UK one, the first season is quite difficult to watch the US one, but yeah, then they it- recreate recreate the episodes, right? Yeah. But then all the actors seem to find their characters really well, and it just gets like more and more insane and more and more ludicrous. And it, I think it, I actually prefer it to the UK one by quite quite a mile. Um, right. But so uh, Rain Wilson, that's right. Rain Wilson plays uh, Dwight Schrute, which is sort of like almost like the psychopathic office worker. But uh, and I thought, okay, I think it's about time. It's, Gar- I- it's like he's basically Gareth, yeah. Yeah, but like times ten. Uh, so I thought, you know what? I'm in the mood to rewatch Super, James oh, yeah. Gunn Super from um, 2000. And, mate, it's, it's only, great only from 2010. It's only eight years ago. If you think yeah. about the films James Gunn's popped out since then, so uh, Sliver, Guardians of the Galaxy one and two, and that's about it. So sorry, four, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> four films. But still, but still, like, but like, if you watch Super, you can tell this. It's got almost no budget. Um, there's James Gunn is in the film himself. Like it's really puerile and really sort of irreverent in the best way. Like yeah. it is. I think it's a James shame Gunn's it, in it, is he? Yeah, he plays um, the devil in because Rain Wilson, the main character, is watching uh, like there's like a Christian superhero, and James yeah. Gunn plays the devil in that TV show. Um, but it's really irreverent, really punky, really sort of hands made in DIY. And it's basically the the sort of like the story of Kickass, which is a shame because I feel like this is better because. It just goes absolutely batshit insane. And the reason I bring it up today, <clears throat> because James Gunn, you can tell that his previous trauma experience stuff of like the gore effects is in is in super. But like the yeah. second like the last third, it becomes insanely gory. There's bits where Rain Wilson's he like shotguns one in the face and then it just his head explodes and he just says kapow over the top. <laughs> like it just goes absolutely insane. But um yeah, who, who else is in that? It's um, Ellen Page plays Ellen Page, yeah. the sidekick Balti, who yeah. who rapes sh- <laughs> who rapes the main character. Like, is she? Yeah, have you seen Super before? I've seen it, but like once, like a long yeah. time ago. So um, I remember, I remember there's a really shocking moment in regards to her, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. No, and it's not even the rape. It's like no. it's something after that. But and then it ends with uh, Kevin Bacon is in it. And Kevin Bacon is like plays <laughs> plays his sort of sleazy self really well. Um, but there's a bit at the end where I don't want to. It's like full on serial killer, hor- like horrific to watch, but also really funny, like in the d- most darkly <laughs> comic way. But it, I think it's it crosses. It's it's for fans of horror and for fans of like superhero, you know. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a genre film, definitely. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, but that's it. That's all I've watched. Other than that, I've been playing loads of games. Yeah, me too, man. So, should we crack on with the film today? Yeah. Um, what are we doing today? Oh, have I not told you yet? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're doing The Cell. Uh, the first... Is it number 100 on the IGN no. Top 100? Number it's 100 not. is The Ring, which we did in episode okay. 40. So, this is 99. Yeah. So, yeah. So, basically, we're not going to go over things we've already done, because, you know, that would be boring for everybody involved. So the cell's number ninety nine, yeah? yeah. Yeah. So the cell is a two thousand uh, science fiction horror film directed by Tarsem Singh in his directorial debut. 
uh, starring Jennifer Lopez, Vince Vaughn, and Vincent Dionofrio. How do you uh, Dion Dionofrio? How do you say his name? I don't know if I've ever said it out loud. I in my head I say Dionofrio. Dionofrio. Maybe that's right. Um, but, uh, so yeah, so basically, an FBI agent persuades a social worker who is adept with a new technology to enter the mind of a comatose serial killer in order to learn where he has hidden his latest kidnapped victim. <coughs> this is what IGN's Lauren Levin, Lauren Levin had to say. Uh, striking a note somewhere between hallucinogenic nightmare and cop versus serial killer suspense thriller, the cell made an instant impression on viewers through Tarsum Singh's vivid and surreal visual style. The premise, a cop trying to find a serial killer's next victim before she drowns in his jigsaw killer-esque contraption, is decent as is, but most of the film actually takes place inside the mind of the comatose killer, giving way to the film's artistic sets and sequences. The story is original, but it's the delivery that makes this film... Is the story original? I don't think it is. But it's the delivery that makes this film stand out within the realm of psychological horror. When he goes on to say, Jennifer Lopez, as child psychologist Catherine Dean, is actually not bad, giving a sensitive and compassionate performance that helps keep the audience anchored throughout the disturbing story. And Vincent is memorable as multiple facets (laughs) of the serial killer's persona, from the pitiful youth to the menacing king. The film's parallel wow, well, this, this is an essay. The film's parallel storylines in the outside world and the killer's internal self play against each other wonderfully, with the time limit of the search for the drowning girl lending a sense of urgency to the to all the indulgent and striking imagery. Those visuals are very effective at driving the already macular subject matter deeper under the skin of the viewer. Oh, it's like a breath. Fucking hell. I feel like a um Ace Ventura. That's it. Basically, we don't need to do that now. We've covered everything. Yeah, so it's a uh, it's a number nine on this list. It's only got forty six percent Rotten Tomatoes, six point three out of eight, uh, out of ten on IMDb. It's um, it's alright. I mean, what do you think? Have you seen it it's before? Right. Oh, it says it says it's like an I have seen it before. Yeah, it says it's like an it's an original story, but it's very reminiscent of like nineties serial killer versus you know police officer FBI agent thing. So it's very reminiscent of things like Sons, Sons of, of the Lambs. Seven. Um, Seven. I was going to see if we could say one at the same I was, time. <laughs> I was going to say uh, something like, "Is it Along Came a Spider or Kiss the Girls or something like that?" The Alex what, one of the ones, Janet James Patterson ones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's reminiscent of that, and then obviously some of the visuals, Tarsum Singh's sort of stuff is. I mean, that that you could say that's unique because I was going to refer to his film The Fall, which I think was six years later. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah, it's it's sort of like that. But then it also does remind me of sort of like Clive Barker, like in places like. Yeah, I know what you mean. Some yeah. stuff. Some there's, stuff. There's some sort of uh, when it does the more like in the dreamscape. There's like labyrinthine esque painting elements, but that makes me reminds me of Hellraiser yep. and, and, and like Guillermo del Toro as well. Yeah, um, in in places, and then obviously I know obviously Inception came a lot later, but I guess some of the themes are, are reminiscent of that sort of like yeah. Logging yourself into a dream. Maybe it's a bit like the Matrix, if that's the case. Maybe the dream. The dream sequence of was the, obviously the more interesting part of the film. Um, I did kind of feel like I was just watching a long Marilyn Manson music video at times. Nothing wrong with that, mate. No, yeah. no wrong with that at all, no. Like, no wrong with that. There's, there's bits where I'm just expecting... You remember that song, Nobody's? Because nobody's... Oh, right, yeah, that yeah. song, I kept okay. expecting that to sort of blast out. But it's, that would have been nice. It's got some visual, great visual stuff. I didn't remember if, Vince Vaughn being in this when I was uh, watching it last time. No, 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 I don't remember that either. Um, I, I have got very vague memories of this film. Um, you dreamt about it. You didn't actually watch it. 
I didn't actually watch it. Um, I dreamt about it. So this was was this the first film for D'Onofrio? Like it's his first sort of apart from Full Metal Jacket, was it his first uh, mainstream sort of? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I'm kind of I'm a kind of I think the jury's out with with him in terms of an actor for me. Like a lot of people really liked him as Kingpin in Daredevil, but I find him a bit like uh, unwatchable. Really? Yeah. Hot take. I don't know, man. I'm... Hot take. I've always liked. Um... Every... I love Kingpin there? as a character, but this was literally like monologue after monologue after monologue after monologue. Yeah. That I was like, you could just walk in and go. All right, Wilson, how you doing, mate? My dad used to ask me that, <laughs> and then he just talked. <laughs> yeah, and he just talked. He was mean, taking himself. Yeah. I was just like, for fuck's sake! I'd, imagine working for him. You never get off on time. You finish your shift at five, and he'd be chatting for like two hours. So he's done a lot of things, but uh, how good some of the stuff was, I don't know. Um, a lot of TV stuff early on. Yeah. Uh, nothing massive, though. Men in Black. Yeah, he's sugar water guy, isn't he? Sugar water, water. Yes, yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that must be the first big one. He looks so different in almost everything he's in. I didn't. Yeah. So when I watched this, uh, it took me a while to figure out that it was him. Um, yeah. If anyone saw him as like a bold king baby thing, I was like, oh, it's Kingpin. A bold <laughs> you know, we king dance. baby. <laughs> Hang on yeah. a minute. You're a bold king baby or something? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's good. I mean, um, he was great. Uh, Jennifer Lopez was. Pretty good, I think. I mean, Jennifer Lopez was pretty standard. I've never really rated her as such in terms of being an actress. I mean, I couldn't t- what, name one thing she's superb in. Selena, maybe. I think she was good in that. Do you remember I that? That one. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, you know, there was she, she had a sort of late nineties rom com thing going on. Made rom- in Made in Manhattan. I think that's too. Yeah. Or Anaconda. Yeah. Um, out of sight. Out of sight. Yeah, I think she was pretty good in. Yeah. That's a film. That's a film with what's his that's name in it. Clooney, okay, yeah. Um, just a just a load of shit, really. So is this um? <clears throat> so Vince Vaughn, I think his whole thing started in Rounders, and then yep. this must be he was in Psycho. He was in The Lost World in like '97. Oh yeah, that was really. I remember seeing that that was quite early on in his career. So, um, so this must be still early on. But like, he's so fresh looking. <laughs> like, Ooh, yeah. He he doesn't look like uh, so I've seen Rolling Stone like ninety nine a few times now, and I always think of that's that's my ideal. Yeah. That's how I like my Vince Vaughn, but he's, he looks young in this. Looks fresh. Young and nice. Sorry, nice tightly curled hair. Yeah, yeah, I like them tight. I just, to, I just want to give it a little Tussle. little touch. Tussle. Tussle. Yeah. Let's <laughs> go. Come on, Vince. Just pick one out. Yeah. Um, oh. Other than that, I mean, there is a more. You know, in the cast, but they're the three sort of main key players, really. Um, yeah, there's a few other sort of like cast members um, who are sort of like there's a lot of FBI agents. One thing I noticed when I was looking through the, the uh, cast list is that there's a character's name. Yeah. Um, the character name is Gordon Ramsay. What? Uh, so, so you know Vince Vaughn's sort of like partner. Yeah. <laughs> you recognise him? His character name is Gordon Ramsay. Which? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So if you look down the list, is the guy played by Jake Weber? And he did call him Gordon, but I don't think he referred to him by his full name at any point. But yeah, his name's Gordon Ramsay, which is an interesting... I mean, that's interesting to me. Dean Norris is in this from uh, Breaking Bad. Playing an FBI um, agent. Playing like an FBI or DEA. Well, yeah, an FBI agent. Um, 
Dylan Baker <laughs> is like a doc is like a doctor in this. Um, okay. Yeah. There's a lot of those actors, a lot of character actors and people you're definitely going to recognise who kind of play play these parts. Um, yeah. yeah we- so uh, Jennifer Lo, who so she plays. Ah, this is weird. So it's a child psychologist, but her expertise is there's like a is like going into child's minds and fixing like the problem from inside, sort of like Inception, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So like kids are like in comas yeah for whatever reason she just has a little trip in there turns up looking all sex she brings her toolbox in and goes all right what are we looking at <laughs> right and then, then. Yeah. just bloody wake up mate that's yeah. all it is just bloody wake up oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah uh so yeah this is weird technology which is like a bit matrix x where you kind of esque sorry where you get sort of plugged in you're wearing some weird like sexy muscle suit for some reason yeah <laughs> so i don't know why J-Lo has, has got like massive bosoms in the suit because like when well you go, I didn't when you... notice mate oh, I didn't <laughs> notice that but like the I'll suit pro- the suit I'll has pro- got like uh, huge uh, dunes <laughs> mountains yeah. and I'm like maybe um, those du- and those dunes are represented in yeah. in the dream sequence with the big sand because that's how it opens and big sand dunes I think the little kid he's faking it and he just he's had a look and he's fallen asleep and now he's dreaming of sand dunes and uh, yeah. tanned dunes <laughs> But um, <laughs> but she uh, that suit I don't, like it's a weird sort of rubber. I don't know. It's, I mean, it, it looks kind of kind of X Men, kind of cerebrous yep. sort of. Uh, it's very like it's very Lord Zed from. Um, it is very Lord Zed, yeah. Where it's just basically it's like mus muscular, or like one of those you know those raspberry chew things you get like they're a tube. Yep. Twizzler, it's like a load of those just like Stitched. flattened out. You use those as like cotton. They never explain it over. They never go, we've got to wear the suit because it like controls the, looks very cool. controls the neurons and, and it never says anything. It just goes, look at the state of this suit. Yeah. Look at cool. the state of it. Yeah. yeah. Wow, um, yeah. yeah. And then they're sort of like suspended from the ceiling and using these sort of like wires to give them like yeah. this weightlessness and then they're led on like clear these black blocks and then that sort of like lowers down yeah and they let and they left their hanging yeah um, those and suits then they are get... rubber so only one person they can have to be fitted for someone yeah. right yeah like you can't you can't be like, i couldn't fit in it i've got too much of you a could just get in it it'd be too <laughs> <laughs> and then they get like a wet flannel over their face yeah <laughs> waterboard um, a bit i actually like that, i like that aspect where they uh put the because what you do like dead people isn't it you sort of cover the face um and but it's got like little um circuitry on it as well to represent yeah. technology <laughs> yeah i mean oh god we're really getting into the nitty-gritty of it now yeah. mate i don't know if i could i wasn't ready for a deep dive like this yeah but also they've got they've got three of these suits three tables um just for this film like it just yeah. seems to be just there there for that but okay so how do we start so we start with um the sand dunes the dunes, uh, well, it's like weird. <laughs> obsessed, obsessed with the dunes. So she sort of turns up dressed all um, dooney, dressed all dooney, and uh, <laughs> she's dressed up all nice. And she goes and sees the kid yeah. who's in the coma, in the coma, and he's he's sort of like going, "I, I'll oh, piss off." And then his face goes a bit weird, goes a bit sort of like, yeah. He says he's um, he's got schizophrenia, I think. Yeah, but I don't know why that puts him in a coma. Well, I don't no, know. no. Um, 
so yeah, basically there's loads of stuff where she wants to uh, reverse the feed and get Baines to come into her mind, which is basically like a J-Lo music video, <laughs> Jenny from the Block, Yeah, and snap him out of it. But they're like, oh, we don't know the consequences, for God's sake. And yeah. she's like, oh, but I've just guys. been in this guy's mind, <laughs> jumping around, and he seems, well, I know he's in a coma, <laughs> so it's probably... Isn't It'd be less dangerous. Well. If anything, stuff in my mind is probably going to be a little bit more stable. Yeah, yeah. If anything, it's just like a load of flowers and uh, bouncy castles. Yeah. Uh, That's but, what I got in my mind. So she's kind of failing. She's, uh, like, he's not coming out or something. They don't want to come out. Like, when I'm me on like, a Saturday morning, I just don't want to come out at the sleep. It doesn't matter how much J-Lo, I'm not going to do it. Come on, Luke, get up. It's Saturday. We can do whatever we want. Me, 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 me and J-Lo. You and J-Lo, sorry. Yeah. Let's go, let's go to town. Let's go to the local Weatherspoons and drink all day. And you're like, fuck off, J-Lo. <laughs> so, but so they say the kid is the kid of people who are funding this entire experiment, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And they're like saying, it's not working. He's still... Like <laughs> he's, still, still a, he's still in a bloody coma. Yeah, he's still off. He's still in a bloody coma. We've pumped a, a severe amount of money into this, and you still yeah. haven't sorted it out. But you've got yeah. new shoes, you got new and you've shoes. got a lovely new hairdo. Yeah, and a new rubber suit, <laughs> and a new rubber suit. I mean, I yeah. think I know where the money's being spent. And yeah. Jello's like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but we get the impression that like she deeply cares about sort of saving kids uh, and bringing them out, bringing them out of comas. That's a special thing. So she goes home. She's not feeling too good. She smokes a doobie in her pants. Yeah, she smokes a doobie in her pants, and we get a lovely shot of her stood looking in the fridge yeah. with her buttocks. I feel like that's the at this stage on. of J Lo's yeah. career. This must have been a contractual thing where she's <laughs> yeah. in her pants and showing off the posterior, which 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 didn't make her famous, but definitely was yeah. part of it. Well, thematically, um, you know, it's linked into the rest of the film. Exactly, Dunes, Dunes. <laughs> Dunes, and, exactly. Uh, dunes, dunes all over. Yeah, so we we see her in her natural habitat. Uh, she's got a cat. That's right, isn't it? I don't remember the cat, but yeah. I imagine that. <laughs> I There's I definitely some sort of animal there. Yeah. Maybe it's like a little a tiger. Iguana. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so, but then she's not having a good time of it. So then we cut to a serial killer. Well, actually, I think we cut to... It's like a, a drowned woman in a glass box. Yeah. So she's just like sort of floating there. Yeah. And then Vincent D'Onofrio, Carl Starger, he plays go like kind of moppish sort of hair. Carl Starger. I feel like whatever he's in, his his hairstyle really defines him. Yeah. If he's got a shaved head, if he's got floppy hair, a floppy hair. (laughs) (laughs) Just a single floppy hair. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Look at that strand flapping about. (laughs) (laughs) So he walks in and he he has a look at her in the cell. And then yeah. she has some weird sort of spasm, doesn't like she? a death spasm. <laughs> and then he instantly spaffs his pants. He spaffs his pants immediately. He's like, bloody Does hell. He, is that what happened, or is it like some sort of seizure? Because I was laughing. <laughs> um, I think it's some sort of seizure, but at the same time, <laughs> I reckon he spaffs his pants at the same time. Okay. It's a seizure. I can't help it. <laughs> Have you spaffed your pants again, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and then and then oh, we see Carl. him him preparing like another yeah. body, which he's like bleached to fuck. Oh no, I thought this was the body. I thought like she oh, drowned. Was it the same body was it? I think okay. so. But so he has his three weeks. So he gets the, that body out. If this is how I saw it, he bleaches it. He um, puts it on a table. He suspends himself from hooks. Uh, these yep. tubes in the back of his um, steel rings in the back in his back. 
he gets his dog to sit down and start barking as wildly as possible. Watches yep. rewatches footage of the girl drowning on the TV. And it's then... ever so specific, isn't it? Like if you're into <laughs> that, it's it's so specific. You're just like, oh, every just... sort of added detail. I just I just couldn't stop laughing. It just got more and more ludicrous. Like there isn't yeah, a point like... of category for this. <laughs> no, no, no. If he's like. Oh, really fancy a wank today. <laughs> He's literally gonna be like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, I've got so much effort to go to." If he, if someone in, in his office doesn't doesn't go into his office in this film, but like if someone in the office is like, "Oh, what are you up to tonight, Carl?" I'm yeah, gonna have a quiet night in actually. And he goes, <laughs> you, "No one would ever guess that this is what he's planning." Like, if there was a Pornhub category, do you think he wouldn't have done all this? Like, he would have been sated. Well, it was year two thousand, wasn't it? So I don't think pornography was as as sort of. It took too long to load. There was a category, yeah. but it just there was a category. But my God, on that fifty six, however many <laughs> on, the, on on his modem, he was like, I'm in the middle of nowhere as well. And he's like he hanging like, there, trying to <laughs> come on, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've lost it. <laughs> I've lost it. It's an interesting guy, this this Carl person. Yeah. Um, but we get the impression that he likes pale things and water. Yeah, <laughs> he loves pale things. And water. what are you into, mate? Well, pale things and uh, like a bit of water as well. Yeah, yeah. So, so specific. Like you know that, that saying, like you put an infinite amount of monkeys in an infinite amount of typewriter, infinite amount of time. I think they'd rewrite the works of Shakespeare, but they wouldn't come up with this guy's. <laughs> no, no. they come up with it, but it'd be so they'd like, have one thing wrong. That just yeah. like <laughs> that's how I get off. I need to see monkeys. Recreating this thing on a typewriter. Yeah. You have to get it right. Vincent D'Onofrio suspends himself above, above a bleached body and jizzes on it. Not, yeah, yeah. So uh, after that sort of uh, experiment, he finishes. He climaxes, of course. And then Obviously. we. So what happens? Uh, so I think we introduce Vince Vaughn's detective character who's after this serial killer. Yeah, so he's he's they find a body like in some shallow water under a bridge. Yeah, um, covered bleach, in bleach semen, <laughs> bleached to fu- covered in semen, bleached to fudge, and obviously Vince Vaughn's doing a classic. He wants to be caught. Yeah, I mean he wants to be caught. And his name's Novak, which just strikes me as a full-on detective name. He's too hey. too obsessed with the case. He doesn't even he carries his toothbrush in his pocket because he's so obsessed yeah. with his case. He hasn't got time to get to a well, sink <laughs> and brush his well, teeth there. Just brushes teeth constantly, and they're like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're sort of. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. 
Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. They, they sort of discover um, Stargo quite quickly, don't they? They work out. They do a couple of, um, well, they find his parents. Oh, they, they, they find, because he's got an albino, Jeremy Shepard. Oh, that's right. They find a hair. Yeah, yeah. They find a singular hair and then they find to an albino, Rudy Jeremy Gob- Shepard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's some pretty good digging, but when they go to apprehend um, Stargo, who who lives somewhere separate to where he keeps these bodies, yeah, that's like a different building. Um, they find him, and he's in the bath, yeah, having a tug. I don't know. I don't know with this guy. Uh, I think he's having, <laughs> this time he's having a seizure. I think, and he gets out. Who's to say which Who's one's say? which? <laughs> this guy, yeah, and he kind of collapses on the floor just as the uh, police and FBI are running, and they're like, "Oh no, he's, he's down!" And they're like, we were going to have to like. I don't know, carry him out, but he's got his steel things in his back, so they just sort of grab yeah. his back. They just get a couple. They just get a couple of <laughs> scaffolding poles and just. <laughs> and as they lift him up, he, he ejaculates. It's really, it's really strange. Yeah, but, oh, now, but now, but now he's in a coma. Classic, classic. Um, Baines, I was going to say, is that the guy's name at the start? A little kid. I think it's called Baines. Well, the kid at the start of this. Yeah, yeah, Edward yeah. Baines. Okay. Yeah, so he, he turns up in a coma and they're like, what are we going to do? He's in a coma and we know for a fact that there's a girl missing. Um, there's really only one place. If you Google that exact thing, there's only one thing that's going to come up. Yeah. Yeah, J-Lo. J-Lo. Just, <laughs> just picture of J-Lo. Yeah, so they're like, he's in a coma, but he's got another victim somewhere and they start working out. They find a tape, I think, which shows like the woman in the cell getting and they fill up with water so they know exactly what they're looking for. Okay, yeah, yeah. And they like, just don't know where the fudge it is. Yeah. I reckon Carl Steger, he's just fo- he's just faking a coma. Could be. Could she be, would. yeah. That'd be so a pretty good go, twist if he was. If he just gets up out of the thing at the end. That'd be good. Like saw the saw music plays. That doesn't happen. That no, didn't happen. No. Um, um so yeah, so then they basically go, right, actually, we got J Lo we got J Lo somewhere she's good at jumping into people's brains dream squad they're asleep dream squad dream squad yeah let's get her in so they do like a proper they're all wearing the rubber suits and like i mean it's only me that's going in these guys just like to wear the the suit as a guy in glasses yeah the vince vaughn sort of like oversees it as j-lo gets in a rubber suit and they put stagger in the rubber suit as well and she basically goes into his nightmare brain which is like a kinky Sex dungeon, like a uh, kingdom as well. Like he's... kinky sex dungeon kingdom, <laughs> filled with filled with like replicas of like his victims, like their various stages. It's weird, isn't it? So there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff. Like there's a uh, costume yeah. design. This is like insane. There's like a muscular, like woman with a mask on who like. There's a, some, a bit Silent Hillish, Hilly. 
Yeah, 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 definitely. With all the sort of like weird movements and stuff and just everyone's just a bit freaky if if and um we forgot to mention that jlo does have a little panic button on her hand okay so if if things get a bit too real she can just go and she comes out it's It's basically it's the equivalent of the uh the phone in the matrix isn't it yeah yeah um so so she's like walking around this weird labyrinthine place and there's like a dog in slow-mo in one room shaking its head there's uh, a woman with like a cartoon head. It's really like yeah. kind of bizarre. And then the the bodybuilder woman, who's massive, um, seriously massive, carries her away in slow motion. The sounds really weird when we're in your dreams. Um, and then she's been kidnapped. Does she escape at this point? Or no? I think I think she gets like introduced to Stargate in this world where he's like this big sort of like emperor type thing, and he's got these massive flowing cloak which sort of goes all the way around the wall yeah so he's basically like a de- a demonic idealization of this murderous side of him so we understand after a while that there are two sides to him he's got within this world <laughs> I feel like that's he's a go-to go uh, at this point in crime exactly films. so there's like a big yeah. evil king version of him but there's also like the child version of him roaming around there was also, yeah. do you remember, there was also a bit as well where she tries to sort of go towards the kid and there's a horse in the middle of a room Oh yeah, 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 and, he and gets suddenly, suddenly the, yeah, these like glass panels come down and separate the horse into like what, ghost like, style, yeah. yeah. But then it's, it's still it's like, like breathing, and the, the organs are still working away. Yeah, <clears throat> it's weird. I, I kind of feel like this world um, that you go into, the dream world, is not even not not quite not quite horror-y enough, not quite dark mm. enough, but it is kind of dark at the same time. Um, it's weird. It's it feels like if, if Clyde Barker or Del Toro did it, it would be full on horror-y. Mm. But there'd be like people screaming, a, a bit more hellish. There's a lot of ideas sort of all thrown into sort of one yeah. place, I think. I think there's a lot of those like, oh, here's a load of cells with a load of different yeah. creepy fucked up things in it rather than sort of gradually. Do you feel like it's like it too busy and it should have had a bit more of an editorial eye on the design. It was maybe a little bit too busy. There was a lot going on. We were like, oh, I want to have a look at that. Oh, let's have a look, have a look at that. I wonder what's going to happen with that. And but like, even like it, the art style. So there's one bit later on where they're like talking and then like golden animated things started appearing on the screen. And yeah. I was like, I don't know if... I think... It's after, dreams, so I guess... Have you seen, have you seen The Fall? No, um, no. thing as well. So, I mean, it... it it's almost like a weird mishmash of like so many different styles. It's like he loves a load of stuff, and he goes, "I love all this stuff, right? I love, <laughs> I love fantasy, I love science fiction, I love western, I love like a kid blah, blah, blah. sat on Santa's knee. He loves all this stuff, and, and he's like, um... <laughs> <Go on. laughs> I love muscular women, bodybuilder women. I was going to chuck it all into one big blender yeah. and see what comes out. I mean, sometimes you get sort of like, I think the intro of this film is a really good." representation of what this film probably should have been yeah but then it's almost like he goes right i've got to get a bit darker here because we're in a serial killer's mind do you, do you feel like it shouldn't so, have been as horror-y then like but like kind of i mean it could have it could have been horror horror orientated with having a little bit more focus on mm. on the art direction and the style of that yeah you know it, yeah. it should have been one thing or the other there was just a lot lot going on wasn't there? a bit one foot in each at times but I mean, it's it's still interesting to see, and it's still quite great to watch. I mean, there is some visual stuff. Um, it's really creepy. With all the, it feels like you're looking at 
classical paintings. Like um, there's a bit with the king Starga. Um, oh yeah, in his sort of Those gold are. robes and stuff. But so I think she gets out this time, and I think they're saying you. you yeah, I think you, she just you, you she can sits forget. Herself. You just, uh, uh, so <laughs> um, yeah, she she wakes up, um, and then they said, if you forget that you're that this place isn't real, then he can do yeah. damage to your brain or something. Yeah, you get stuck there. It's basically like getting stuck in what's that bit in Inception, the really deep dive sunken place. Sunken place. <laughs> it's basically just, yeah. yeah, it's basically getting stuck in the sunken place, isn't it? Like you just yeah. can't get out your brains mashed up, mashed up. So yeah, she decides to go back in with what, with a bit more of a plan this time, maybe to like sort of befriend his the little kid version of him. And yeah. then And then when she's in there this time, she sort of sees um, the abuse he sort of suffered at the hands of his dad. Oh, yeah, she's, trying, yeah. she's trying to sort of like some sort of connection make so, so, so that Stargirl can like rely uh, on her. He's like, I'm a kid and I got abused by my dad. She's like, oh, when I was a kid, I had a dad. Like she's trying to find a way into the... Yeah, into, yeah but I got abused empathy. by my dad. Yeah, my dad was lovely. My dad had long hair. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so he's telling her about his first murder. And also, we, a little bit before this, Vince Vaughn practically... Gives his backstory and and says I was molested as a kid, but without saying it. Without saying it. Well, he he says, "I know that you can be molested and not grow up to be a serial killer." Okay. He yeah, says, "I can be hundred percent sure." He says, "I can be hundred percent sure." Like as in, there we go. And they go, and, uh, "Yeah, but how? How can you be hundred percent sure?" And points to his bum. And then he goes, I can be sure he waddles off the trousers still. (laughs) Smooth. Yeah. So yeah, then there's a little bit (laughs) after this where Diane is, sorry, not Diane, Dean, Catherine Dean, (laughs) Diane. Um, So she's kind of like getting a little bit stuck in the mind where Vincent D'Onofrio is like turning up as, you know, doing loads of horrible shit. And she's getting a little bit stuck there. So Novak, for some reason, is like, I'm going in after her. Jumps in. Like, you have to put the stuff on muscles. first. <laughs> yeah. And he uh, goes in. Um, all guns blazing. And then he gets captured pretty pretty quickly, I think. Yeah, so he gets captured and he's getting like tortured by this king. Stargo who's like, pulling out his intestines. On a, and stuff. a rack thing, like a kebab. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then Jennifer Lopez turns up and she's sort of like, she's fully given herself over to Stargo now and she's sort yeah. of this princess looking. She's got, I guess, kind of his servant. Yeah. Slash, I don't know. Yeah, um, but she starts to remember because as as King Stark is pulling out thingy's uh, intestines, he's screaming about how uh, I don't know. I couldn't even hear it because it's quite faint. But he's shouting that something bad happened to her in her life, and this rem- this makes her remember who she yeah. is. And in she the snaps world outside. out when it like something like, "Oh, you twat! Remember that time yeah. when you called oh. your teacher, mum?" <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> you called your teacher mum that time. That was well embarrassing, wasn't it? Oh yeah. Oh, it's a cringe, cringe moment. Yeah. But then, pretty much, like I also, I also find the way that they kind of work this out, where Novak, uh, sorry, where Seeger's keeping Straga. Sorry, I can't even fucking speak. Straga's keeping um, this woman. So all throughout this film as well, we're seeing this woman in the cell, and the water yeah. keeps turning on and off, and it's filling up, and she's obviously terrified, can't get out, yeah. trying to find a way out, grabbing various things. Um, so yeah, Novak basically works it out when he's in this glass enclosure. 
he's which he sees in the dream world. He seems like just like insignia. Yeah, it's like a logo Jobs, or something. Yeah. So when they come out, they basically just start discovering, you know, where start where where this building could be. So you need when you like a bloodhound like Novak. Yeah, that's it. So I mean, JLo's whole the whole process of JLo going into his brain to kind of befriend the kid and get a confession it's kind of pointless Novak should have gone in from the start because all it takes is Novak to go in and go hang on a minute there's this insignia there yeah right I'm out done world's greatest detective (laughs) see you later yeah but she at this point she wants to save the child version of Starga so she comes out locks the doors rewires the finger miflibits and then she goes back in and pulls him into her mind yeah um Get it, get over here into my mind. And it's all nice, it's all pretty. She's dressed like an angel. It's all, it's all really nice and good, and that. And then, uh, and then King Starga f- f- arrives. I think he does like a weird handstand walk yeah, or something. He's like a bit scaly. He's a bit scaly snake man at yeah, this point. Yeah. But she beats the fuck out of him and yeah. stabs <laughs> stabs him with a sword. Yeah. And then it kills the kid as well. I don't, but then, the, and this kills the actual. But it's because there's a whole thing about the baptism thing. So, I think what they're saying is that when he was a kid, his parents baptized him in a uh, like a lake. I mean, they maybe left him in there for too long, and he actually drowned a little bit, or like got a bit of water in the brain or something. The other day. Yeah. And then this maybe created the the, psych, uh, the the other personality, the schizophrenia. And he's talking about how um, he once found a bird that was <coughs> ill. And he thought he couldn't show his dad or something, so he had to drown. He kind of baptized it to death. He's like, I had to do it because that was the nice thing to do rather than baptized live. Baptized to death. Yeah. And then I think that's what he's saying to her. You need to baptize me to death, please. Yeah. I'll take one of them. <laughs> and I'll take does. one of them. How much is that? Well, it's free for you. Yeah. Uh, we'll build your uh, dad. And at the same time, <laughs> Novak is the helicopters out to this building, which is like, a, what kind of building is it? Like a warehouse type? Water. Water Waterhouse. treatment place yeah. uh, where Stargo has been keeping this woman and he gets her just in time. Vince Vaughn gets down into the cell, finds her. She's basically like basically drowning. He's like, move out of the way. I'm going to shoot the glass. Bang, bang, bang. And then luckily there's a sca- another scaffolding pole there yeah. for him to pick up and use and smash it. And he saves her. There we go. They saved. Uh, I think there's a bit of a coda with um, <clears throat> they go to Stargo's house and then they go to and then she saves a little kid from the coma. I don't know if he comes out. I don't, we don't see that, do we? At the end. No, I think the final scene is just they do the reverse thing where the little boy comes into J-Lo's world yeah. and uh, she sort of like gives him a hug. Is that right? Gives him oh, a I hug? Think, I think so. That's pretty much it, yeah. So he's sort of saved. So we, we kind of understand that he's saved and this is where it's in J-Lo, who basically did nothing to help the, the whole situation of yeah. Stargo. She only helped the killer. No, she only helped the killer. Novak did all the work. Yeah. Um, he better be getting a raise, as far as I'm. Concerned. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, uh, it's, it's. But what so... happened to Gordon? What happened to Gordon Ramsay? Special uh, Gordon Gordon Ramsay. What happened? Gorgeous to Ramsay. So he uh, he became Ozymandias in The Watchmen. I don't think he did, a... but uh, yeah. he's got similar, <laughs> similar similar face. Similar face. Yeah. There we go. Okay, man. Uh, some trivia for you. You ready? Yes, I am ready. Number one. Tarsum Singh claims which shot of the film was everybody's favourite? Um, the sand dunes. Incorrect. It was J-Lo in her undies by the fridge. Ah, oh, so I could have answered that, but it made me look like a right 
misogynist pervert, <laughs> which I'm definitely not. Moving on, number two, <laughs> uh, <laughs> D'Onofrio. Oh, yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio <coughs> passed out while shooting which scene? When he was hooked. <laughs> when he was hooked, uh, Jack enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's actually doing it. Oh, I've uh, I've only got four questions today. I'll have to make one up. Oh. Okay, number four. Uh, I've got one question here about Bird Box. Sorry, I don't know if you want to do that. <laughs> number four. Uh, the three women in Stargus Dream, you know, in the beach, where they've got the fingers over their faces, are A, the same actress, digitally, digitally replicated, B, triplets, or C, men? Men, I'm going to go for. They were triplets, although oh. uh, he says... There was no point in, in using triplets. It took ages to find, and no one who's seen the film can even tell they're like yeah. the same. Everyone like, think, I thought they were digitally recreated. I just said yeah. men because it seemed like a yeah, silly option. Yeah, the, the flipping answer, yeah. Yeah. Um, number five. What did producers tell Tarsum repeatedly not to have Catherine Dean yank on? Yank on? Yeah. Um... What did producers tell Tarsum Singh repeatedly not to have Catherine Dean yank on? Do not have her yanking on this. Don't have her yanking on her... Um, I can't think of anything that was needed to be... Those little hair horns that, uh, <laughs> that Vincent D'Onofrio had. He had these hair horns at one point. <laughs> I can't remember that, but yeah, uh, but it wasn't those. Um he was told to, repeatedly not to have Dean yank on Stargard's nipple piercings during their final battle. Uh, and I, and he said, okay, and we pulled his tits out. <laughs> so oh, at right. the end I of the... I didn't, didn't, didn't realise he had nipple piercings. Well, he had Did like you? the bar. Yeah, he has the bar over his nipples. Oh, yeah, and then when yeah, she turns into a warrior woman... Oh, yeah, she rips it out, doesn't she? She doesn't... Yeah, she pulls yanks on it. And his, yeah. his, 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 <laughs> his boobs come up. Oh, God, yeah. that did look painful, didn't it? I went, ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, well done, mate. Great you got answer. four out of four. Well done. Oh, yes. um, so, you've got to rate the film, though. Oh. oh. See, I mean, when, when I saw this before, I, I remember quite liking it and going back to it, I kind of thought, oh, yeah, I'm going to enjoy this. But it didn't do all that much for me. It wasn't mm. like, it wasn't like, oh, it's a hidden gem or like no. a film that. So, I'm pretty lukewarm on this one. Luke Condor warm. I'm Luke this cold. One. I'd probably garage. go yeah. for just, just a C, I think. C for okay. sale. Okay. I'm going to go a little bit higher than that. I think it was okay. But the visuals, there's some things that kind of saved it. And I thought D'Onofrio's performance was pretty good. And, you know, how often do you get to see a man suspended from a ceiling whilst his dog's barking above a bleached waterlogged body? The answer uh, to that is not often enough. Not often enough, exactly. Yeah. So I was going to yeah. give it a C plus. It earned that plus. At the point where he was jacking off on the roof, <laughs> it was just one of those where I feel like if it was a little bit more, you know, the plot was a little bit more complicated and the twists taken, and you know, there was a bit like, oh, that's interesting, or oh, why are they? They've really gone above and beyond to find this killer. The fact that he just went, yeah. there's a bloody <laughs> logo there, and I recognise that logo from the figure. <laughs> that's pretty, it, that was it, pretty much it. It felt pretty painted by numbers, the plot in some ways, but and the the, the visuals were great. But I kind of just felt like it needed someone who's got a really good visual aesthetic, a visual eye to sort of fine tune it and say, don't put that in because that's... Yeah, it was a bit all over that. the place. Yeah. It was a bit all over the place, really, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But, oh, well. 
Oh, well, yeah. So, uh, next week, we're going to be doing number 98 on IGN's list, which is... Do you know what it is? I can tell um, you. Is it Black Swan? It is. Darren Aronofsky's Black Swan. Oh, well, do you know what? This is going to be a really good um, double feature, because we're going to do Black Swan, and I'm assuming the week after, we're going to do the new Suspiria, because that is out. Okay, so, it'll yes. be inter- so, it'll be interesting to watch those, kind of back-to-back. Yeah. Not... Maybe not actually back to back. I might, you know, that might fuck you up. It might fuck you up. Uh, but yeah, that'd be cool, man. Um, so, uh, this show is brought to you by Hawk and Cleaver. Head over to hawkandcleaver.com. Become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash Hawk and Cleaver. Thanks to Kovach Cameron for our theme music. Thanks to ACAST for hosting the show. Thanks to the listeners. You are very cool people. And thanks to my co host, Ben, for being a writer or a dude. Thank you, you, Luke. My co host. It's weird. Me co host. Thanks to me, co-host, be right or a dude. No worries. Thanks. Thanks, Lee. <laughs> Come on. All right. You see. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.